This is the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Hey guys, welcome back to the Mess It Up Podcast. We are here today. I'm still in beautiful uh, Tennessee, and my guest uh, today is going to be coming to us from Texas. So this is going to be the Big T Show. A uh, little bit of information about the show before we get started. Our word of the week this week, in honor of our guest from Texas, is gigantic because uh, they like to say everything's bigger in Texas, even though it's not the biggest state in the union. Uh, we don't tell them that because uh, they don't need to know. Uh, so if you can use gigantic in a sentence this week, give yourself 10 bonus points every time you use it correctly and uh, keep track of your bonus points as always. And you can cash them in for anything that someone will give you something for with your bonus points. Uh, if you want real stuff, what you can do is you can start following us on social media. If you find us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, we're even on, yes, MySpace. Uh, you can find us in these places. And from time to time, I'll have a little uh, Starbucks challenge or a Baskin Robbins challenge or something. You can win yourself a gift card to somewhere that I decide to give out a gift card for by following us and doing what I ask. Usually, it's some sort of a hashtag retweet or post a picture of yourself or whatever. So follow us on all those social media outlets. Um, we are on Reddit. Uh, so if you look for messed up ministries under Reddit um, as a subreddit, you can go in and talk about uh, recovery issues and how you're doing. That'd be fine. But everywhere else, if you search for mess it up podcast, that's where you're probably going to find us on those places. So uh, go out, be social, but be distant uh, as you're social. Um, so, that's most of the spiel. Oh, I do have a couple of things that uh, I'd like to tell you about as well. Uh, first of all, we have a brand new website uh, that I've been working on because my old website got all googly. Uh, that's a bad word. Had nothing to do with Google. Uh, it got all goofy, like it had nothing to do with Disneyland. It messed up. Uh, so uh, I got a new host and that meant I had to learn a whole new platform. So I'm trying to figure out this whole WordPress platform for websites. So right now it's a little bit janky. Um, as I'm recording it, hopefully by the time you get there, it's not, uh, but, uh, check out the website at messituppodcast.com. And one of the buttons you'll find there is a button that says become a patron. And that means you can join our Patreon, uh, subscribers and help to support the show financially for as little as a dollar a month. You can uh, keep the show on the air and we are completely listener funded. Uh, everything, uh, comes from the listeners or from uh, my wife's bank account. And so, uh, we love to have uh, listener support, so we thank our patrons uh, for doing that. Anybody who signs up on Patreon gets a free copy of my uh, new book that just came out in April. It's called Still in Beta. You can get it if you want on Apple Books. You can get it uh, for Kindle, and you can also get a paperback copy from Amazon as well. I am currently working on the Audible version for it, so eventually it'll be on Audible as well. But Patreon members get a version of the book in their choice. Uh, so uh, sign up, try it out, and if you decide you don't like it, you can cancel at any time, and um, there will be no hard feelings. If you don't want to sponsor us, that's fine. It's always free, and you're free to listen as well. The only thing I ask you to do is to please rate us, give us a review, and uh, pass it along to your friends. So that would be fantastic. Now, I think, other than that, I don't have anything up front to say, and that was pretty good because that was only three and a half minutes for me, which is awesome. And right now, I want to stop talking so you can hear the voice of my, uh, my friend from Texas. Tell us who you are. My name is John Young. Uh, a lot of people call me Johnny. 
originally really from off, man. Uh, Southern when you California. Said, when you said John, that completely threw me off. <laughs> it made <laughs> sense when I was like, oh, wait, I've always, it's always just been Johnny. So originally from Southern California. Right. Desert rat like myself. Desert rat like yourself all the way. Nice. Woo -woo. And, uh, and now living in beautiful Texas. Yes. And beautiful what do you Texas. do in Texas? Well, by day, I am a hazmat technician for waste management. And um, by night, I love that he's going to be a superhero. And by night, I uh, do ministry, celebrate recovery. Um, on the weekends, I play music in a band. Um, and so I'm a pretty busy guy. Yeah, yeah, nice. So uh, I first found out about uh, John. Uh, it feels so formal. I'm going to call you Johnny. I'm sorry. I first found out about Johnny. I got introduced to him. I was sitting in my office uh, at the church where I worked, and uh, I got an email from a guy. He's like, hi, this is my name. I'm from Texas. I'm coming out to Summit and uh, originally from your area, and do you need a testimony? Now, our CR at this point was a couple of months old, and I'm like, dude, State rep from Texas wants to come and do a testimony at my CR. Yes, absolutely. Let's do it. I, well, we had to have been at least 90 days because you found us on the, the finder, but we were pretty young uh, at that point. So it was really nice to, uh, to get that and uh, found out he was from the area. And um, so now we've uh, been staying in touch for gosh, five years now. Uh, pretty darn amazing. That's uh, uh, I guess that's why they call it a forever family and not just a family. Yep. Yeah. That's so right. uh, with CR, John, uh, what do you do with CR? What, uh, what hats do you wear? With my local Celebrate Recovery, I am a ministry leader. Um, and then on a regional level, I'm what's called a state representative. I cover a pretty large area of Texas. I think uh, it's around 27 Celebrate Recoveries that I oversee and connect Holy with mattress. And now is that uh, a pretty standard number or load that you carry or yeah, that seems like a lot it is a lot because we need more reps um, uh, right now um, there was I live between San Antonio and Austin and there was really nobody um, doing too much in San Antonio area and then the and then Corpus Christi is all down on the Gulf Coast in that down there so there there's no rep out there anyway the next closest rep is out in brownsville just as far from corpus christi as me so i kind of adopted that area as wow. mine but it's not so much really about um area as far as state rep in, in texas it's more about the connections you have in churches some church i have a church um you know, way, way out that I, I just happened to be the one that they contacted first. So I have the relationship with me. So I consider right. that one of my churches. Okay. So. Okay. And I guess it's not bad to every once in a while, I get to go visit a church down by the Gulf and go down to Corpus. Right, right. We, uh, we're, we were going to take a cruise before the pandemic and go do a couple testimonies in Corpus and then uh, cruise out of Galveston. But you know, that didn't happen, but we're going to still do it at some point. Nice. Excellent. 
Well, um, you know, being that you're a Celebrate Recovery guy, we know that uh, half of the weeks at Celebrate Recovery are filled with testimonies and we met because of your testimony. So can you just kind of give us a, 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 an overview, a five, 10 minute version of uh, Johnny in a Bottle? Yeah, so um, I grew up out in the desert and, you know, grew up really fast. Be you know, before eighth grade, I was already using methamphetamine smoking weed, drinking, doing everything I could. My parents divorced when I was 12. And then kind of from that point on, I think I just wanted to be as bad as I could to get back at them. So um, in fact, I barely graduated high school, um, wanted to get out on my own early. And so I did that. And but and then just started a really making bad decisions, you know, on the meth. Figured, figured I, um, I loved the methamphetamine so much that I should start making my own. That way, I wouldn't have to pay for it. What a great idea! That was a great idea at the Entrepreneur. time. Entrepreneur. <laughs> <laughs> so I started doing that. I found a guy who had gone to school with and started cooking dope with him, and and just the insanity. The insanity of the lifestyle like um for instance one time i one time i was trying to get some product for an ingredient for the meth and and got ambushed and robbed at knife point and they mm. took my jewelry and my dope and my money and 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 another time i got rushed in with a gun and the guy thought i was sleeping with his wife and because we did i did a drug deal with her and and so it was really just the insanity of my life became unbearable, but that was 22 years of just running amok in jail, get out in jail, get out. You know, they, the, the, the cops in Ridgecrest knew me, they <laughs> would see me walking down the street and know they could arrest me because I was high. And because uh, being under the influence of methamphetamine was illegal at the time. I don't know if it still is. I imagine it still is. But they would, I, I, I think I had um, 17 different arrests just for being under the influence. Oh my heavens. A lot of the times those were just added charges to felony gun possession or DUI with marijuana, three DUIs in my, in my career. Um, so it, it was just a mess. But, and finally, finally things just got bad enough to where I, I knew that if I kept living the life I was living, if something didn't change, then I was going to be dead or back in jail for good. Manufacturing at the time carried a sentence to 25 to life. And I was doing it daily, driving around with glassware and a lab in my trunk. Wow. Um, so and is this under uh, three strikes uh, time frame or before that? I don't, I think the three strikes laws only pertains to violent crime, Okay. but I don't know for sure. Okay. Um, anyways, I, I got up in the middle of the night, I was married, um, two kids got up in the middle of the night and uh, let me back up. An old friend had told me, Hey man, I'm clean now. If you ever want to get clean, come to Bakersfield. You can stay with me totally off the grid out in the middle of nowhere. And so I remembered that she told me that at the, and um, 
And uh, so I took her up on that and went and stayed out there um, 30 days. I, I had a job on the base at the time. I was a total functioning drug addict. Wow. Um, and so I came back 30 days clean to try to put my shamble of a life back together. Um, you know, my, my son had seen his dad grow up as a drug addict. And um, so, so there was that. Um, had I gotten clean earlier, maybe, maybe his life would have been different. But, um, and my daughter saw me, got, saw me get clean a little bit earlier and kind of knew the reasons why I had to get out of town and, and everything like that. But so eventually I uh, had an experience in a beanbag chair watching, uh, <laughs> I, I, it was at the end of a party. I'm sitting in a beanbag chair, taking hits off the pipe and I'm flipping through channels and uh, Joel Osteen comes on uh, talking about second Corinthians five seventeen. Uh, if anyone uh, is in Christ, they have a new life. Old things are gone. Uh, old things have passed away. Um, something like that. And, uh, so I just got to thinking, yeah, man, I, I need that. I need a new life. So I just started kind of thinking about, I, I could look into my mom's life and see that she just had this like aura of peace. And I knew she was a, a devout Christian. And, and so I made the decision that I'm going to, I'm going to give this God thing a chance. So I just started going to her church, got on the How praise team. How old are you team. at this point? I was 37 at this point. Okay. Um, yeah, it was a long time. I was just out. I had some experience with NA before, got out on drug court, did that, relapsed and went back because I was an atheist at the time. If there's, you know, 12 steps work on their own, but if there's no God in it, it's not going to last. It, yeah. And that's, and that's just my experience. Um, so, um, so yeah, I, I uh, made the decision that I was going to try God, got on the praise team, got, started going to church every Sunday, hearing the gospel, um, but it, it, I needed more. I needed more proof. I was, I was a science-y documentary kind of person, and, and I just couldn't wrap my head around Okay, in the belly of a fish for three days. Hmm. Yeah. Um, let me just think about that. And mm -hmm. and you know, it, some of the stories, some of the crazy stuff in the Old Testament, I just couldn't wrap my head around. I'm like that. I don't know. I don't know. So, um, but I had a sponsor who who was a believer, and he knew I wasn't. Um, and so he would do things like show me the Passion of the Christ or this one particular documentary it's called the privileged planet i watched it and something just clicked it, it and so that documentary probably sealed the deal as far as me buying in to there being a creator and an intelligent design so at that point i uh prayed a prayer and you know and and got saved and made christ my lord and savior but I can tell you that things, it wasn't big poppy fireworks. Oh my gosh. Oh, <laughs> you're saved now. No, it was, it was, I was the same person after I got saved that I, that I was before 
in the sense that that same pile of wreckage in my life was still there and I still had to deal with all the mistakes and all that junk from the past. So even though my eternity was sealed in Christ and I knew what, where I was going when I died, I, um, everything else didn't really change like lightning. It, I, st I was still drinking some, um, still smoking cigarettes. It was a process. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I didn't get involved with Celebrate Recovery until we had moved out of California. And um, I met, actually, let me tell you how I met my wife. That's a, uh, an important part of my story. I was in a band for, for this 22 years I was in my addiction. And for a certain time, she was our lead singer. She was married uh, to someone else and, and as was I. And uh, so anyways, we met that way. Uh, but she, we, were, we planned a reunion concert in Ridgecrest, uh, getting the old band back together. And she came out from Austin. She was living in Austin, Texas at the time. And we just hung out that weekend it was a four-day Thanksgiving weekend and uh, really connected. I was, I was a brand new believer and she was in a, a period of change herself. She should totally be on this podcast because she really... Um, we'll get her. Yeah. Um, so anyways, that's how we met. And then we, after we got married, um, we decided to move to Texas. So her kids could go to school here and, and my daughter, we fought for custody of my daughter so she could go to school out here in Texas as well. Plus I needed to get away from Ridgecrest because everywhere I would go, I would see connects and, and, mm -hmm. and drug people and, and ladies that I had been with. And, and, uh, um, so it was really no other choice was for me to get out of, out of town and, and go make a new life somewhere else. And when it wasn't until we got out here that I went to a men's conference, heard a testimony of a drug addict, talked to my pastor, and he said, have you ever heard of Celebrate Recovery? And I said, no, what is that? So he began to tell me about it, said I could start a group at our church. So that's what I did. Um, got my wife on board and started, you know, doing what you do to start a CR, gathering leaders and materials and figuring out how to do it started modeling another healthy celebrate recovery um, down the street so so that's basically it's basically my story in a nutshell nice well that's that is a lot and yeah we definitely need to uh i saw johnny's wife go through the back of the camera there and she waved and i was like yeah we need to get that girl on here but uh we'll we'll do that soon uh so um I want to talk to you about your your work with with Celebrate Recovery a little bit more, but we're going to throw it here real quick to uh, to our song of the week. And I always uh, try to let our guests pick, and so Johnny picked a great one, which is right now one of my current uh, go to songs that I just love. And he asked if we could do this one. I thought we must have already done that one, and I can't believe that I haven't done it unless it's one of those things where I missed the fact that I haven't done it, uh, and we're doing one again. But if we are, oh well, that's the way it goes. Uh, so right now we're going to give you a little bit of uh, Holy Water by We the Kingdom, and we will be back after about 90 seconds.
Man, I just love that song. That is a really super good one. Thank you for bringing that to us, uh, Johnny, and uh, letting us use it for Song of the Week. What uh, what stands out about that? Why'd you pick this song for us? Well, um, I loved I loved the line about walking down this desert road because I'm a desert rat. <laughs> and but the 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 overall theme of the song is about forgiveness. And when you've led a life like I have and made, done so many things and made so many mistakes. Um, you know, part of my testimony includes basically telling two different girls that I was with that you, you better get an abortion or else, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so when it comes to forgiveness, um, I, I figure I needed the most ever. <laughs> um, so when it, when it talks about your forgiveness being like sweet honey on my lips, the sound of a symphony, to my ears, um, it's just it's just an incredible feeling to know that that forgiveness is free, and and you can take as much as you need. Yeah, yeah, and for me, it comes back to the first step. We admitted we were powerless over our addictions, and that idea of God, I'm on my knees again. I'm begging, please again. I need you. For me, knowing that I need God is what makes the big difference in my life. Because when I don't need God, that means that Paul can do it all by himself. And Paul makes a royal mess of everything he tries to do on himself. Uh, so that's, that's a real good reminder for me uh, to keep me in those steps. And, you know, something that you had talked about uh, in the first segment uh, was made me think about the idea of, of the one step. I'm, I'm decidedly not a one step recovery kind of guy, because I know that God can take that urge away, but, but the urge wasn't what the problem was for me. It's that, that, you know, underlying character defect, the, the problem that I'm bearing and trying to mask with my addiction is what's really the problem that I need to get to. And just taking away the urge to drink or binge on porn or spend money or whatever doesn't fix that issue. And I am the kind of guy I need to get there all the time. And I need to remind myself, God, I need you. I, I can't, it can't be the Paul show. So um, you've been doing Celebrate Recovery now. How many years, Johnny? Since 2013. 2013. So that's closing in on seven or somewhere in the beginning of seventh. And uh, I know you've done Summit. Um, how long have you been a, a state rep? How soon did you get into working with that? Uh, 2015. 2015. December 2015, I became a rep. Okay. Uh, so uh, how many summits have you been to? All of them since I've been in Celebrate Recovery. 2013 all the way to um, last year. 
Nice. And I know you come out to West Coast. Do you ever do East Coast? We did East Coast once, and it was in Orlando. Um, and the church was way too small for that many people, and the, the food lines were long, and you couldn't even get into the resources to get a T-shirt. And so it was just not a good church for a summit for 3,000 people. So I decided, you know, Saddleback Church in California is perfect for a conference like that size. So we've just been going there. Plus, uh, the region that I serve in is part of the Western region. So um, that's the summit I'm required to be at. Okay. So it works out well. And this year, uh, they've just announced some changes with Summit, but that's kind of what I want to talk to you about now is this whole uh, pandemic and the changes that have happened, and especially with Celebrate Recovery. Uh, you're an M, so you're in charge of, of doing things, but you're also, correct me if I'm wrong, you do the teaching as well as the M. You don't have a person who does, do you do most of the teaching in your group? I do not. Well, I, you don't. I learned... I learned very early on that I wasn't a good communicator. Um, I, I've I've taught some lessons where I didn't where I felt that I didn't do too bad, but um, there are there are always people in in the ministry that I find. We've done three different celebrate recoveries at three different churches now, so there are always gifted teachers in ministry somewhere. So I like to delegate and I like to use those people. Um, Shannon is a good teacher, so um, she probably teaches most of the lessons, but we've also found a couple uh, people at this new ministry we're at that are also good. I, when we, whenever I start a new Celebrate Recovery, I start running through leaders. Here, you teach this lesson, you teach this lesson, you teach mm -hmm. this lesson. So then I can say, hey, that person can teach a lesson right there, and then I'll okay. use them more. And so I, I, I'll avoid teaching a lesson and every time I can. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't avoid telling the joke of the week. No, no, I like the joke. Do you have a joke of the week that. by any chance off the top of your head? I, I do not. I've got I, all, a joke. All I, the only jokes I have that are memorized are dirty ones. Uh, well, I've got one that I just got uh, yesterday uh, from uh, Pastor Dan, who was on the show a couple weeks ago. Uh, why do ants not get sick? I don't know. They have all those little antibodies. <laughs> yeah. Good one. So uh, anyhow, you can feel free to use that one, spread it around as much as you need to. So how are you handling the pandemic as uh, an M and as a state rep? Is it Does it look different? Or from a state rep standpoint, you're just basically mega Ming to all the different uh, groups that you're doing. What's, what's it look like on the ground uh, for your groups that you oversee and the one that you're the M for? Well, early, early in the uh, early in the pandemic, when we first were told we were closing, um, and celebrate recoveries all over my area were closing, um, we figured, well, okay, well, we're just closed for now. And then uh, the national team, Celebrate Recovery, came out with uh, CRCR groups, which is Celebrate Recovery Crisis Response online Zoom groups. They came out with guidelines, extra guidelines for those such as you have to have headphones, you have to be on video and uh, with that. So at that point, when they made that announcement, the calls flooded in to me to like, okay, how, how are we doing this? So I got on a, a, a Zoom call with all my um, area ministry leaders and 
just kind of tried to figure out who, who was going to do what, who knew more about Zoom than me, because I didn't really. And so we just had a meeting and I learned that uh, one of the one of the San Antonio churches was already doing Zoom and they had figured out how to do the breakout rooms. So you come into one room and then you can break out other little rooms. And so we learned a lot from each other at that point. And then so right now we're doing uh, Facebook Live for our large group. Sorry. And uh, and then we're doing Zoom for the small groups. We're, we're even doing a separate Zoom group for Newcomers 101. Any newcomers can come in okay. and attend that uh, Newcomers 101 meeting. And we've actually had a few newcomers come in since since we closed. So it's exciting to see that we before we before the pandemic, um, we had gone 20, 25 weeks uh, w having a newcomer every single week. Oh, my so, heavens. Wow. So it, yeah. So I was like, man, I don't want to shut down. So the first week we were closed, I went we went and stick. We went and sat in the parking lot to make sure no newcomers showed up because we were going to give them the newcomer handout and all this other stuff. But then after the stay at home orders came, then we couldn't even do that. So that's when we started getting uh, working on some video equipment and audio uh, lapel mics and stuff to do How the are people online finding Zoom out groups. about this. Then how does a newcomer find out about your online cyber recovery group? Well, uh, we, we have our Facebook live posted uh, on our celebrate recovery page. So um, we can, we do sponsored ads out into the community, um, looking for support group recovery, you know, things like that. Um, but most, for the most part, it's just people that we invite to like our page. Okay. Um, so if everybody on the leadership team is inviting everybody they know on Facebook to like the page, then they're going to see when our Facebook live goes live. And you're doing it, you're doing it live or are you doing it uh, pre-recorded and then editing it all together and then uploading to Facebook? No, totally live. Totally live. And in so fact, how does that, ahead. how does that look for you guys? Because we're doing something with mine, but I'm just, I'm curious how yours, I've seen the tail end of yours, but I haven't seen the beginning of yours. Um, we're, I'm using OBS studio software, which allows you to broadcast a stream to Facebook live or whatever other stream uh, platform you want to use, but you can, in that, in that software, it's like a broadcasting software. You can throw up video, you can throw up slides for um, steps and principles. You can, um, you can actually capture a screen to have a, a guest Zoom call go on. Okay. Um, so we, the, uh, we had worship Zoomed in from our worship leader from his okay. house That's what I was on wondering Monday night. We haven't done that with, with our setup uh, at my church. And this was something that I did before I left when I was a, uh, uh, coordinating video and stuff there i set up with a really nice um live streaming uh studio but i don't have access to that and the you know the software uh key is about a thousand dollars per station and i don't feel like coughing up that to you know run around on my laptop so right. we've just been doing uh, facebook live and so our worship leader in california does worship he shuts off and then i pop up with another live to do uh my end of things and uh we we decided early on that we wanted to go live that we liked the feeling of the live uh yeah. the being able to respond to people on screen uh it just felt uh, it wasn't as polished but i like the lack of polish um that that fits more my style 
Yeah, so the, what I love about the OBS Studio software is it's free. You don't have to, you just download it. Really? Yeah, it's, a, it's amazing. Um, so it took, it took a while to get used to, I had to go to some YouTube tutorials on how to, how to use the software, but. Um, Does it make you say OBS a lot of times, uh, just to remember uh, the name or? It is, it's pretty complicated stuff. It's, you, you can do some really high-end stuff with it, like, you know, like, you know how news stations do all the funky stuff across the bottom of the screen. Yeah. All, yeah. So it does a lot of stuff that I don't, I haven't even begun to touch on. So, but it works for what we're doing and we love it. And, but um, our church is also talking about um, reconvening on mother's day. So that would mean not this Monday, but the following we'll, we'll be having celebrate recovery again in person. Okay. So. Okay, excellent. So um, we 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 heard your mess before, and we see the work that you're doing. Do you know? I mean, do you have numbers about how many? You, you told me there's 27 churches. Uh, about how many people do you think that's representing that you're looking at, at, at that you're ministering to? Not maybe directly on a week by week basis, but just under your umbrella, a um, couple hundred. Well, one of the Celebrate Recoveries that I um, oversee is Community Bible Church, which is the six, 16th largest church in the nation, I think. Holy matches. So they have 200 people just in their Celebrate Recovery. Wow. So, wow. So, so well, I, don't right. even, I don't even know. I wouldn't even want to count or estimate, but yeah. um, because, you know, I'm just, a, I'm just another dude who, who loves recovery and loves doing what I do. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully so, I can share the gospel somewhere along the way. So what is the message then out of all this mess? The message out of all this mess. Um, well, one thing that I tell my sponsees is that, look, if I can do this, if I can succeed in recovering and not using and not drinking and not smoking again, and, and then, and then show up even when I don't want to show up and do the things that you need to do to, to do recovery, if I can do it, anybody can do it because man, I was messed up. I'm still messed up. I'm always going to have stuff I want to work on. I'm always going to have stuff I need to work on because the smoking and the drinking and the using and the, and, and acting out or whatever is just kind of a symptom of something else that's deeper inside like depression right. or anxiety or, or, or so many things. So um, there's always going to be a need for me to clean out for me to work the maintenance steps, for me to take daily inventory, for me to make amends promptly, for me to carry the message. Step 12 is my favorite step yeah. um, to carry the message. Um, and that's what I, that's what I think I get to do as a state rep is, is, as if I had, if I had to make a choice between being a ministry leader or a state rep, I would definitely choose to be a state rep because I'm not a communicator. Uh, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not like a, compassionate person really too much um, on a personal level with people. So um, I'm definitely inclined to be a state rep more than I would be a ministry leader, but I love doing it all because um, you know, that one person that you can help change their life. I, I have so many people, you know, saying, you know, you guys, you and Shannon, you changed our lives. So we're, you know, we're forever changed because of you guys, you brought celebrate recovery to our church and we're forever changed for that. So just one sentence like that, man, it makes it all. Yeah. Worth yeah. It. 
makes yeah, it good. So. Yeah. Yeah. And what you were describing before that, that, you know, if, if I can do it, that's, I call that the, uh, that idiot principle. And, and I looked at my sponsor, I was like, if that idiot can do it, I can do it. And I want people to look at me and say, well, if that idiot can do it, certainly I can do it. Uh, it's, right. it's not rocket science. It's just, it's like you said, I think the most important thing is, you know, it's always easy to go to something, you know, if you know, there's going to be cake and ice cream, but, but when you go and you know, there might not be, when, when it's not necessarily going to be fun and showing up when you don't want to, that's the critical thing. And that's, especially in leaders, uh, I always, you know, look at my own team and, and say, you know, if this is not always going to be a party, it's not going to be like that first night when you're there in 101 as a newcomer and just everything was coming at you, you know, roses and unicorns. At some point you get the horn of the unicorn and it doesn't feel good, but you can't quit. Well, you can, but but don't quit, you know, keep going. And that's, that's the tricky part in recovery is just to keep on keeping on. And it, it works, but sometimes uh, there's, there's lulls. Right. So, right. Yeah. Well, any parting shots before we go? Well, this is the second podcast I've ever been on. So this, this has been awesome. I've had a great time. Um, I was on a podcast about a year ago, a stock trading podcast, cause I, I trade stocks and options and stuff. So it was it was pretty cool. They sent me this fancy microphone in the mail and stuff. And oh, did you yeah, like the fancy microphone I sent to you, Johnny? Yes, this this microphone is great. <laughs> it's high quality, high yeah. quality H two O. Yeah. Um, the uh, the one thing I wanted to ask about too, and just let people know, uh, Summit is happening this year, but it's going to be different. And as a state rep, you know, I've seen some stuff come through on some of the social media channels, and I know that it's online. It's going to be two days. Do you have any other insight about Summit? Uh, is it just going to kind of be like what the big group meetings were going to be? Are they going to try to do breakouts or? Just got off a Zoom call with our regional director and and the tech director um, before I got on here. And I was asking questions that I needed answered. And the first thing he came out and said is, there are so many things we don't know the answers to. We know it's going to be a two-day summit. We know it's $49. I've got tons of churches asking if we can all get together in our area and do a, like a big, almost like a rally or something to watch it together. But we don't know right now if, if, if it's going to be one single purchase and you, or, and there are no workshops included, or they're going to pre-record workshops and you can pick several and, and those are what you get or it, Nobody, even the tech guy doesn't have any idea how it's going to yeah. roll with the workshops. So um, stay tuned to the Celebrate Recovery live Facebooks that happen every night at eight o'clock because that's where the new information is coming out. Okay. And uh, for people who want to go and, and uh, are on Facebook or whatever, CelebrateRecovery.com um, will have information about summits. Right. And you can check my Celebrate Recovery out on Facebook Live um, every Monday night at 630 at facebook.com slash crbutatx, C-R-B-U-D-A. Well, it's pronounced buta, but it looks like Buddha. Okay. So it's just B-U-D-A, C-R-B-U-D-A-T-X. All right. Okay, cool. And that's every Monday at what time? 6.30. 6.30 Central. Okay. Yep. Excellent. Well, Johnny, thanks. This has been awesome. Uh, I'm going to count on you to... Um, Will you just agree right now that Shannon will be on? Can can you do you have her proxy I can, on that? I can I can confirm for you that she will. 
Excellent. We'll have her on in the, uh, the near future. Uh, thank you so much for doing this. Thanks for all the work you're doing and uh, keep on keeping on. All right. God bless, brother. All right. And we'll see you guys next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. <laughs>